0: Yeah, I mean, it must be a generational thing, because I don't really understand half the things my mom's into. You and your mom are close, huh? That's sweet. Yeah, well, we moved around together a lot. Well, I mean, you're here now. Maybe someday you'll feel like Jersey's your home. I'm Derek and I'm Noah. You're listening to a bite of where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one nibble at a time. Yum, 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 nibble, nibble,
1: nibble. Miss Marvel episode two. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yeah. Before we get into it, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a bite of pod. We have a website. We have a discord. We have a Facebook group. We also have a Patreon. If you like the show, support us. You get exclusive things, videos, bonus episodes. You actually have control of what we cover. It's great.
0: So do that. Whoa, they're, oh my gosh, they have control over what we cover.
1: That is a big responsibility that they have. Yeah, well, you know, they love us a lot. So why not cover things they want to hear? The Patricians. Yeah. And then last but certainly not least, make sure you give us a little review. Give us those stars. Spotify, I believe, you can give stars and reviews now. So go do that. We appreciate it. And we love you. <laughs> Very true. I, I didn't want to do a segue. I just wanted to get it right out well, of the Well, we decided that last time that maybe yeah. it's time to not worry about segues. And I think it
0: worked beautifully. You're welcome. All right. So let's take a look back at last week. <laughs> so we had Ms. Marvel episode one, Generation Y. 16-year-old Kamala Khan is a Marvel Uber fan. She Whoa. creates fan fiction animated videos and wants to go to AvengerCon. Me too. Who doesn't? With her best bud, Bruno. At the con, she is planning to enter a Captain Marvel costume contest, but first she must come up with her costume flourish, and then she has to convince her parents to let her go. A mysterious box arrives from her grandmother, and in it is a bangle that Kamala's mother quickly stores away in the attic. Even after not getting permission (laughs) to go to the con, Kamala sneaks out anyway and adds the family heirloom as her flourish. Once there, she puts the bangle on and a mysterious purple light flows through her. After a giant Ant-Man head rolls around Indiana Jones style, nemesis Zoe is launched towards the heavens by an enormous Mjolnir. With her new purple powers, Kamala saves her, but is unfortunately late getting home. Sneaking into her room, her mom waits for her. But Kamala is too yeah. excited to care because <laughs> guess what? She's got cosmic powers. Yay. I love it. Absolutely love it. It actually mixed up our top first episode lists yeah, that from we the, had.
1: From the seven MCU shows so far. Yes. Yeah.
0: I also do want to say something. I know I said purple power a lot. I still believe it's purple, even though in this episode, they Bruno like mentions that it's pink, the power.
1: I don't know. It's multicolored. It's iridescent. It's, it's a cosmi- diamond. It's, it's like some sort of gem. It's cosmic okay whatever color that is
0: (laughs) (laughs) they don't know they don't know all right but let's issue of course a spoiler alert we're about to talk about episode two so if you don't want to be spoiled guys just pause us watch the episode and come right back
1: yeah we don't want to be a zoe about it just watch it come back you should know you clicked on this episode. no one wants to be a zoe for now Dun, dun,
0: dun. (laughs) Spoiler, spoiler. Extra spoiler alert. All right. Let us officially take a bite of Ms. Marvel Episode 2, Crush.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this episode really crushed my emotions for multiple reasons. Oh, (laughs) brother. It was good. It was good. Very coming of agey. Very getting into her family stuff. Very much representing the muslim community yes. it was great it i was do good.
0: i did appreciate that i also sort of like we're learning the lore of her family oh yeah what happened
1: dun 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 you know yeah good stuff i mean hopefully we get more into i mean we have to i feel like that's going to be one of the the bookends for this first season maybe hopefully another season or wherever she i mean she's going to the marvels and i don't think that who knows? Actually, I'm not even going to say. I don't. Even, I'm not going to say her family's not going to play a part in it. So
0: in the comics, I'm wondering, do they go into her family of trying to figure out which one of her relatives has the Kree DNA and all that stuff? No, it's just her family. Yeah, so it's passed down. But I feel like they're going to be getting into it a little bit more in this because her powers are not like the comics. It's not like just a Terrigen thing.
1: Or is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, it's not. There's no Medusa. From the Inhumans mm-hmm. to be like, or is there? <laughs> You're an Inhuman. Ta-da! Yeah, this one, it's Kamala's. Like, I'm trying to figure stuff out. Which Mooniva knows stuff, but I mean, I guess she's we'll, keeping it under wraps. Yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. I did like the opening scene to this because I felt like it was a perfect symmetry to the one in episode one when Kamala like sheepishly makes her way mm-hmm. through the halls of the school, and this one. She's having the time of her life going through the (laughs) hallway.
0: I mean, when you secretly know that you have powers, none of this matters anymore, okay? And guess what? I'm going to correct you, teacher, about how to pronounce my name because enough is enough. Yeah,
1: microaggressions be damned because...
0: Yeah, (laughs) but also we learn that our girl Kamala is an ally, okay because oh, yes. those two that were in front of her locker while she respects their love she just doesn't want them blocking her locker
1: yeah the airpod lesbians don't need to be that close yeah to each other they can go all right further away. the
0: magic of the airpod as kamala teaches us is that you don't have to be standing right next to each
1: other also go somewhere like why do you have to be in front of her Yeah, you know,
0: i was trying to figure out like maybe each of their lockers is on either side of her locker so move. Well, still rude. I'm right. not saying that it's right. I'm just trying to figure out why they're there
1: I every day. I don't know this trope that they always do in these like coming of Air age Pod lesbians. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which exciting new trope. <laughs> I'm here for it. But no, the standing in front of lockers. They do it every time there's like a high school in a movie or TV show. I never stood in my... They wouldn't let you stand in the hallway like that. You know what, did they, did you?
0: In my school, like in the morning, so everybody had to stay in the cafeteria and then they would let everyone up at the same time. Right. You'd all get your books and like you had like five minutes before class started, you'd meet your friends at someone's locker and BS
1: for a little bit and then you'd go back. I always feel like I was running around. Like I never (laughs) felt like I had time in between anything. I do have a bully locker story (laughs) if we have time for that. Were they lesbians?
0: no listening to walkman he there was were walkman a very lesbians. angry i who i believe was a straight cisgender boy okay but it was my so at my school it was like freshmen started on tuesday then it went on and on and then the following monday everyone came in together
1: when it started like school started
0: right so it was like freshmen would be there by themselves tuesday sophomores would be there by themselves oh, so weird. Get like acclimated and get into your lockers and figure out your classes i guess so that's on, nice on the day that we all came back together so also at my school there were top lockers and they were bottom lockers and okay so right yeah freshmen and sophomores got the bottom lockers oh okay yeah it wasn't like you got both <laughs> so you were like under someone so this kid came out of a class and he goes Are you a freshman or a sophomore? And I was like, I'm a freshman. And he slammed my locker closed and he goes, welcome to Malloy. And then he walked away.
1: I was like, thanks.
0: I was like, why? (laughs) Why? Why do I just look so bullyable? I don't understand. This is supposed to be my fresh start.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to hell. (laughs) Welcome to hell. Yeah. So locker stuff is real. I get. Yeah. I mean, but at least they did move. Did they, or did she just open the locker? She just
0: like kind of was just like did the little like part ways. Uh, for yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they were shooketh though.
1: Newfound powers, newfound confidence for Kamala.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I
1: appreciate it. I would be too. I would be super confident if I got power. I'd I mean, be
0: lighting people up. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't push them out of the way with my purple powers. Well,
1: secret identity. You can't do that. Well, they don't know it came from you.
0: Oh, no. Who did that?
1: I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who did it. Okay. (laughs) So we also find out that Miss Zoe. Don't point at me like that. (laughs) I'm pointing at Derek.
0: (laughs) Every syllable he points at me.
1: Zoe got a million more followers, I guess. And. Dubbed <laughs> Kamala, her moniker as Nightlight, which is not creative. It's just like Night Monkey from Spider Man. Remember when he put on the like the black suit when he was in Italy, and they were like, "It's Night Monkey." It's not Spider Man uh, because they would know that Peter Parker went on a trip over there, and he'd be like, "Oh, he's Spider Man." Yeah, it's it's uh, just as bad as that,
0: mate. Yeah. No, I didn't appreciate it. And also, Zoe, listen, in life, we do not have to have the answers for everything. Okay?
1: She Say, has a million followers.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what her name was. Maybe we'll find out one day. Leave some more intrigue. I'll tell you in the next episode. For who? I don't know if she does episodes.
1: Oh, no. I just think she posts. I don't think she... It's not Zoe, a show. How dare you? <laughs> yes. But we find out, too, that Zoe is having a party because... She is celebrating the fragility of life. I.e., also her getting a million followers. I mean, when
0: you get smashed with Thor's hammer, baby.
1: Really reshapes who you are, apparently. (laughs) I was waiting for the the next part of that. (laughs) Leaving it at that is probably not a good sentence. Well, I feel like I
0: maybe it's this Thor love and thunder nonsense, but I've really been adding the innuendo
1: to all Thor
0: things recently. In the
1: last episode, put the sword in my rainbow bridge. Oh, you have been, yeah. You're really... Thor's on your mind. Thor
0: Thor was always on my mind. (laughs) Put your sword in my rainbow bridge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you uh, catch Nakia um, calling Kamala budget Captain Marvel right to her face? Rude. It was rude. But Kamala didn't mind because captain marvel she was called captain she said, marvel thank so you. It's
0: fine. she said thank you
1: also i did want to um put out a uh, psa because we're learning here mm. that it's not nakia which i which just, you said. just said
0: <laughs> i didn't want to correct you but i'm glad you, you shut up
1: it. <laughs> it's nakia nakia which i mean either it could i've only read them in the comics nobody has told them the right. comics don't tell you so I'm glad that we got to know that this is actually right. how you say the name, by the way. Totally. Everybody that's been pronouncing it I can't it believe wrong. we didn't notice it in the first episode, though. Um, I don't know if they even really said her name. Hmm. If they did, it was very quick. Well, I'm glad they finally did. Yeah, and I, I um, didn't hear it. So on to the training montage, which we love a good training montage. I feel like on this podcast alone, we've talked a lot about training montages, mostly because every MCU show pretty much has a training montage.
0: I feel like I love a training montage because it shows someone who's just a regular Joe doing their best and then becoming something great. And isn't that all what we all want? To become great? I mean,
1: origin story, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's doing push-ups. I could do one or two push-ups, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, but can you uh, form hard light? She's jogging. <laughs> I can. Just. <laughs> Let
0: me focus on the two that I can. Okay.
1: OK, well, we know she doesn't have super strength, which is good because right. it shows that you don't have to have super strength to also be a superhero. I did
0: like that. She tells Bruno that she tried to shrink, tried to fly, tried to talk
1: to ants and none of them worked. And that's fine. That, <laughs> that's reasonable. And also kind of. S- stinks that she tried to shrink and she couldn't which in the comics she can that's so. very
0: true oh i didn't even think that
1: yeah r.i.p embiggen in the comics but hopefully we'll get an embiggen here yeah
0: she just sort of <laughs> does a very she does an embiggen very heavy fist thing
1: yeah she does it a few times in this episode and i was actually really happy I'm i'm glad that we're seeing like maybe a glimpse of how she's going to use her powers to fight I dig it. Right now, it's all about the platforms, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cosmic platforms. Here they come. Oh, yeah. Bruno does figure out that her powers aren't from the bangle, which a lot of us were assuming or obviously had to do with the bangle, but they just unlocked them. Her power's coming from within. So she already had the powers, but the bangle somehow unlocked them. In the comics, as we know, if you listen to her before you watch Ms. Marvel, I mean, even if you like... You just wanted, like, some comic knowledge on her. You should just listen to it anyway. If you already started watching the show, I'm just going to say. Just plugging her out. They're like, quad pushing <laughs> your episodes on us, Noah. But in the comments, Kamala has the inhuman gene, which we've already talked about so far in this episode. Could it occur in the TV show? I don't know. Is somehow in this bangle, is there Terrigen crystal or something? I think at this point, with the multiverse being a thing and they're kind of just surprising us with everything i don't know who knows maybe it's a bangle that did it <laughs> yeah
0: if anything it's this very similar it's like very similar to the thing of the terrigen bomb creating this thing inside her so the bangle has created something inside her or unleashed something inside her awakened awakened the light within. pulsated given her her hard light abilities as she has named them
1: just like Green Lanterns. <laughs> he calls it hard light too? It's it's literally called hard light constructs. And a funny line in this was, it's like an idea come to life, which is exactly how the Green Lanterns do theirs. It's from their imagination and stuff, like how Jordan was a pilot. That's why most of his constructs are like planes and jets and like military stuff. I mean, if we think about it, a piece of jewelry is giving the hero a colored hard light. So Marvel did Green Lanterns ish before DC was really able to have a solo Green Lantern project <laughs> aside from the Ryan Reynolds one but we don't talk about that one that doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> so confusing.
1: Yeah, but I mean it's cool. I I I think this is like comes with the territory with changing your powers but it's kind of similar to another IPs and characters power wait now i'm confused green lantern
0: is who marvel or dc dc right okay but you said that marvel did a type of green lantern before green lantern
1: yeah there's no solo green lantern project right now oh right yeah
0: i see what you're saying they're doing it with kamala (laughs) yeah i thought you meant that in the comics they had like in the 60s and 70s they did something
1: no green Um, lantern's been around longer than kamala got it (laughs)
0: I we're all at the speed. I now. thought no, I thought you were doing one of those Noah encyclopedic things where you're talking about something that I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: No. Okay. Just comparing and like taking a dig at DC. Oh, got it. <laughs> I overexplained got it. It's it. fine. Roasted <laughs> in this training montage, did you catch the Black Widow and Hawkeye callback when she was like hanging off the cliff and he was holding on to her and she's like, You have to let me go. Rude.
0: At first I was offended. but then at second i was not because they don't really know what happened so that was really just rude to us but to them
1: they don't know that that situation happened no but the rioters did and they well right so i'm
0: not mad at kamala and (laughs) oh no
1: no i'm mad at the them yeah not really mad just like okay i don't want to keep relieving it yeah yeah Yeah, i don't want to we finally got a tribute to her In the first episode of Ms. Marvel, why not just show how she died again?
0: (laughs) They're just going to keep... And we kind of get another Black Widow thing in this
1: when she lands on the roof of the mosque. Oh, she does a superhero pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one that Yelena hates.
0: Yes. (laughs) She readily read her sister for that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited for her powers. It's not so much for me... Like, what she can do, but more of the exploration mm-hmm. of, like, where they come from and, like, her being a superhero. That's what I'm more excited about. Yeah. Like, I like the montage to see kind of maybe, like, how her powers are going to work. But I'm, like, wanting to just get to that. You know what I mean? I want to oh, know. Give yeah. it to me. Yeah. I'm really curious about the origin
0: of her powers and what the lineage of her family is. I think in this episode... We have that whole thing of her exploring the powers and kind of getting a hold of them and, you know, maybe feeling out what she can really do. But now hopefully going forward, that'll be more solidified and we're just looking back to see how it all started. Oh, yeah. You saw that car she got
1: picked up at the end. Something's going to happen. It
0: had neon lights inside the car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's expensive when it okay. does that. <laughs> and I don't
0: know. You know what I'm going to try? This happens all the time in movies. Someone pulls up and then the passenger door opens but then when the door opens they're sitting upright still. it's just a quick lean push i don't know i don't think i could do that for me it's more of like a stretching
1: well you also have a bigger car you have like a mid sized suv i didn't know where SUV. that was going <laughs> where did you think it was going
0: I, don't know. I thought it was gonna be like well you also uh aren't that agile so <laughs> why would i
1: say that
0: i don't know i'm insecure
1: you said it <laughs> now you thought it nice. no <laughs> nice <laughs> well you just said you couldn't do it so i don't know who's saying what but i think you're saying you can't do it i don't i mean i've never tried all right do it Go that's do it. that's the next um
0: patreon episode is us trying to do the passenger door opening
1: let's do all the ridiculous superhero things superhero (laughs) poses opening car doors like that we
0: live in a ranch we could easily jump off the roof and try and land in a boat (laughs) give us (laughs) money to watch us hurt ourselves yeah yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so on to the scenes that start actually showing us properly the Muslim communities, specifically in Jersey City, in our story with Kamala. So after testing out her powers, Kamala realizes that she and Nakia are late for prayers at the mosque. We see the girls practice wudu, the washing of their faces, hands, arms, and feet before Islamic prayer, which we don't really see. I don't think I've ever seen outside of Rami, the Hulu show, which is I highly recommend, very good. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that. Really, at least in mainstream media. So right out the gate for as as far as Muslim representation, it's showing this is what you do before you go in there to do the prayer.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, again, I think I said this in our last episode, but it's sort of showing the traditions uh, that she follows. But then at the same time, when she's inside the mosque during prayer, she's again questioning. Oh, yeah the yeah. things that they do. Yeah. So it's that interesting sort of dichotomy within her of the things that she still does and follows but at the same time she's young, she's a teenager and she's questioning why do we do some of these things?
1: Which I think is fair especially for a modern Muslim woman practicing in in this particular scene the they comment on how the audio sucks, how there's like mold under the carpet and the walls are literally crumbling. Crumbling, crumbling, (laughs) crumbling. But the men's section is pristine, and there's also a partition in between that. The men and the women have different entrances to protect modesty, and purity, and all that. In the comics, the scene plays out. Mm. That not so much is commented on, but they do comment on the partition. She's like, oh, I couldn't really hear you because of this partition Mm -hmm. that's here. Why can't we be with them? I mean, we're hearing the same things, but they just don't want the two sexes. Right. Intermingling.
0: I did like uh, in, in this episode, in this moment, that when she's talking to him, we see him through the partition itself. Right. To show what her view yeah. is like.
1: Yeah. It was a cool. I, I like the way this scene was shot a lot. I loved when it went to Nakia and Kamala and it did the same thing in reverse where it showed them through the partition. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. I, yeah. I liked that a lot. Um, to help make it better for women in the mosque, Kamala suggests that Nakia... Runs for the mosque board, which she <laughs> questions, Do I look like a 90 year old man? But I think it goes just in line with Nakia's comic book counterpart. She's very much that. I will say in the comic, she's more about like the systemic problems that mm. come from like the rich elite. Mm. That's usually her focus. But in this, it seems like they're not so much going to do the storylines with gentrification and stuff like that, but more. How can they make their communities better with knowing how it could be better? <laughs> Vote know. for Nakia, man. <laughs> yeah. And also her shoes get stolen. <laughs> this is Not the 20- her new Valentino's. <laughs> her 22nd, not hers, but the mosque's 22nd pair of shoes that were stolen. It seems that there's a shoe thief afoot. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, get it? I got it. Shoe, foot. <laughs> uh. Do you like parties? Yes. Let's talk about a party.
0: Zoe's party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did like the scene where Kamala apologizes to her mom for sneaking out to AvengerCon. And she also uses the opportunity to ask to go to Zoe's party. But it's a nice moment of reconciliation and them kind of showing the multi layers of their relationship a little bit. She has to be back by curfew.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a great scene because we could have had Munima being mad at her still. Right. Right. Which is like, like ah, She, she blah, still blah. trusts her daughter enough. She made a mistake. Nothing bad happened. And she says to her, I need you to stay safe. That's all that matters. Right. And so she lets her go. And also, I think there is the past that we learned about in the first episode where Nakia kamala and zoe were actually close friends at some point Mm -hmm. yeah and they've since drifted apart so moon even knows this person she knows this house and she's comfortable letting kamala go there
1: yeah yeah i mean influencer turned rival
0: Influencer.
1: i mean you get those fake friends and why do you need real friends it's the likes that count (laughs) it's not the
0: heart of the people around you it's the hearts on your screen (laughs) this is
1: america (laughs) so kamala nakia miguel and Bruno... Who's Miguel? I don't know. Arrive at the party. Kamala's wearing her signature hat from the comics, which is so cool to see. Let's go. Trapper hat. Is that what it's called? Yes, I looked it up. There's no way. Yeah,
0: it's because it's really a trapper, like a hunter and a trapper. That's who would oh. traditionally wear a hat like that. But now it's about fashion, baby. Oh. Yeah. And so when she showed up in the hat, I literally went, the hat! It was a very exciting moment. Very
1: nice. I didn't know that was the name of it. Mm. Also, the dweeb who uh, tricks Kamala into drinking vodka deserves to be punched in the dick. Wiener punch. Yeah.
0: That actually happened in the comic in the first mm-hmm. issue.
1: Yeah, it's a direct callback to mm-hmm. it. I yeah. mean, this is... So, AvengerCon, just think, in the in the origin of it, it's she goes to this party, and then she gets the tear your mask, blah, blah, blah. So, right. they kind of did do that part of the origin here. Same thing happens to her, where she gets tricked into drinking alcohol which is real fucked up mm-hmm. and it just shows like that well, how do you say this 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 word in this form ostracization
0: ostracization
1: right is that how you say Ostr- ostrich nation see i had it in my head and i'm like how do i say it ostrich <laughs> but it's like her classmates how you know it's she's been ostracized exactly and it they play into that and i'm this might sound bad i'm glad they showed it i'm not glad it happened Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and I also think that there is a piece of Kamala that's just more innocent
1: than those around her, and they
0: they take advantage of that as well. How long
1: did it take for her to correct the coach for calling her, you know? It's like those things where it's like they feel like they can't really correct, or it's like, oh, it's fine, you know, they're going to do what they want, but it's, you know, it's not, not, and you shouldn't let them Mm -hmm. do what they want. But yeah, it seems like the show is tipping and is kind of addressing the Islamophobia and the racism that Kamala and Nakia face from their peers, which is a big part in the comics. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that they did keep that here. Why? Why? Why?
0: What you're going to talk about.
1: Why? Why what? Why? Okay. Why? (laughs) Comran's... Shirtless emergence from a pool becomes the defining coming of age moment oh, that I'm, we needed in the show.
0: I'm not even talking about that. Why I did know. he jump off the I, roof?
1: I tried to make it more eloquent and more heartstopper than what is actually happening. I am
0: all for <laughs> the adorable moment of him appearing from the pool like a god and her falling for him. I am. What? Why couldn't he? Why the? I mean, is that showing that maybe he has some sort of power or something like that?
1: He 100% that? has powers. Right? Like he should. That was very high. Yeah. I mean, he should have powers. Oh, I don't know if he's wink. going to have powers, but it m- seems like he should have powers. Okay, so listen. I don't know if they're jumping from... <gasps> no. he's not. He can't be Red Dagger. Those are two separate characters. No.
0: Well, Red Dagger on IMDb is someone else.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Red Dagger is really good at jumping, so that's why I was like, wait, no, they didn't mix the two characters, did they? No, they they couldn't have. They couldn't. But I mean, maybe he does.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, is Cameron in the comics? Yeah. Oh. You haven't
1: gotten to him yet.
0: I haven't. And I'm asking, but also spoilers, everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, so that's why I told you, I was like, oh, if you don't get to it, it's going to be
0: hard not to talk about him. It does feel (laughs) like, and, and of course they do this, but it feels like they've kind of cut up all of the issues and they're pacing them back together in a made for TV order.
1: Oh, the actual comic book issues. You know? Yeah.
0: It's like, like you said, like the thing at the party really happens in the first issue, but they put it here. It's like, so they're they're taking these bits and pieces and they're decoupaging them together on a TV storyboard.
1: Yeah. That's why I wasn't sure who the villain was going to be because it did seem very much like they were somehow going to mix the Civil War II kind of task force that was put together that like hunted down enhanced humans, which. Hello, it's there. Mm -hmm. So it it is interesting. So it's like I can, if you read the comics or you have some familiarity with them, you kind of see where it's going. But it is interesting to see how they piece those together to make one coherent storyline. Right, right, right. That's why with him, especially Comron, with the inhuman stuff taken out, how they're doing all this stuff is what I'm super excited to see. How? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how all that plays out yeah and who the woman in the car is (laughs) dun 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 okay but continue with
0: um the fall in love moment at the party
1: that was it it was just a defining coming of age moment i had to point out the the complete with fire emojis and stuff i I still
0: love all the emoji stuff yeah and i think that the main point of this party
1: was just for this moment between the two of them because shortly
0: after it's like cops
1: run run but then we also get a bonding moment with them in his neon car it's his uncle's car yeah nakia says that which is
0: interesting who's oh. his uncle
1: oh i didn't catch that i thought it was his car yeah i was like oh he got mine.
0: either nakia or or maybe it is Come miguel <laughs> the mysterious that's who we should all really be worried about <laughs> who is the mysterious miguel and what's in that backpack
1: i don't think he's from the comics he could be, probably not. I he don't wasn't know.
0: in the first episode, right? Like he didn't nah, do anything. Yeah, I don't know. They I just like, randomly introduced him.
1: Maybe he was there. And it's
0: like funny though that they put him in the car and yet he still said nothing
1: except goodbye. Well, they showed up to the party and I was like, "Who? Who's that? Who's talking <laughs> talking to them?" And then they said Miguel at some point, but not in that scene. And I was like, "Oh, hi."
0: Yeah, Comron <laughs> said bye, Miguel. Yeah. We were like, Comron oh, knew Miguel. who he was. Yeah,
1: we didn't know who no, he was. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> But Kamala bonds with Kamran over their shared desi backgrounds and experiences, Bollywood music taste, and poor backseat Bruno is watching this Maxi as Bruno as his love is currently swooning over somebody else. But we have our love triangle people. We got Bruno, Kamala, and Kamran.
0: Every good show <laughs> needs a love triangle.
1: Every coming of age, YA type thing. Every single. One has a love triangle. <laughs> Moon Knight had a love triangle as far as I'm concerned. Who Conchu, Mark, and oh no, I see what you no Stephen, Mark and Layla. Uh, Layla and Conju.
0: <laughs> Ooh, a rectangle of love.
1: <laughs> Conchu liked him too. Conju No, Conchu had ulterior motives. You can't trust him. Got that, uh, Jake Lockley. <laughs> oh, maybe. But are it you a- are you team uh Cameron or Team Bruno? Bruno. Hmm. Give me a break. Yeah. That was like in the
0: Hunger Games. I was Team Gale. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I wasn't.
0: Because he knew her from the beginning. They in, grew up together.
1: In the books, I was Team Gale. In the movies, I was PETA. Oh, well. I did be, not like how they did Gale in the movies. Well, right. I'm talking about the books. I mean, yeah. in, in the movies. Uh,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: It doesn't matter that you're well, Hensworth. wasn't
0: even there. What do you mean? I feel like you rarely you rarely saw. Well, that's Gale what, in the yeah,
1: movies. that's why it, it, it's to me. Oh no, actually, I can't even use this analogy of Ginny and Harry and the Harry Potter things because in the movies and the books doesn't make any sense. True. They just all of a sudden were like, "I love you, let's get married." She okay. just like had a plan that she wanted him to marry a Weasley and didn't do any
0: of the work to
1: make it realistic. <laughs> there was like two books of him pining over Cho, but nothing with Ginny.
0: <laughs> I know so stupid it's it's the years in between the last one (laughs) and
1: cursed child where they really fell in love but after they were married any of that right after they got married the 19 years later just trauma bro (laughs) took 19 years for Ginny and harry to finally come to terms they finally (laughs) long enough i'm I'm team neither. I mean, I like Kamran right now. You set me up in a trap. I didn't. I'm going to say team Kamran. Who do you like
0: better? Well, I like them both equally,
1: so sorry. Well, I just said team Kamran, so...
0: Well, you didn't start off that (laughs) way. Why are you team Kamran, this new rando? I
1: don't I don't trust him. He's too slick with his British accent. It's like he's almost too perfect for Kamala. Showed up out of nowhere. I don't know. I like a complicated love story. Make it complicated. <laughs> In the words of Avril Lavigne, <gasps> Why'd you have to go and make a thing so complicated? Camron offers right to over give it. Doesn't Kamala even acknowledge driving lessons, which I guess is okay. Your girl got the digits, people. Is it a unique date? Yes. Is it safe? Probably not, because we just saw that she wrecked the other guy's car, so... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Kamala has an amazing solo swoon dance to the Ronettes, Be My Baby, and man, oh man, did I love this scene. It was so relatable, so cute, and just good. It was a nice little break. That's,
0: and that's the fun thing about Ms. Marvel, is that they're doing all these really great things. They're doing this little musical moment. They're doing the emojis. They're doing the neon signs. It makes it fun.
1: Pink, Purple pink, purple, hazy moment. Yeah, it made me want
0: to dance to that song. I love that song. I was upset when they stopped it when she spoke to her parents. I was like, no, I just want to vibe (laughs) with Be My Baby.
1: I mean, there's a reason why, again, these like YA type things specifically when like first love or feeling those feelings so big as opposed to like adults, you know what I mean? That's why it draws people in so much because it's just seeing how exciting all of that can be. I don't know. I love that. I love those moments. It's coming. That's why coming of age stuff is so much fun.
0: Well, I think for many people, we can relate to that feeling. And it's and it's that feeling of the unknown. It's that feeling of feeling so excited and so intrigued about this person and wondering, do they like me? What does it mean? They did this. They did that. They brushed up against me. Oh, it's also exciting. And there's so much adrenaline, but it's also soul crushing and very scary. And you never know how it's going to
1: turn out. Yeah. But especially when you're that age, it's your entire world. When everything revolves around that. <laughs> totally. I I. It, I'll admit I was thinking
0: about this while that scene was playing, and I looked over at you, and I was like, "Oh man, I am so happy that part is done." <laughs> you know, oh, when how you're, sweet. You're just so scared. <laughs> Do they like me? Do they not like oh, me? Is it going to work out? Yeah. <laughs> I looked at you, and I was like, "Oh, good." <laughs> We're done. We did it. We found each other. We know we like each other. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's so scary, the first part. It's so scary. Uh-huh.
1: I did, like, again, we, we so I'm always on the lookout now. We've had two episodes as if it's happened forever. But when their text messages appear on the design of her bedsheet, and then she imagines a hand-drawn constellation of them dancing, mm-hmm. uh, again, Just these two scenes, or this extended scene back-to-back was... I don't know. It's good. It's what's making Miss Marvel unique to the MCU. Not necessarily unique in that style, because we've gotten a few things like that, Heartstopper and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. But it's unique to the MCU, which is fun. Is this going to happen whenever it's not her show? Probably Probably not. Yeah. But I'm glad we're getting it now.
0: Yeah. You know, I think we all need a little bit of art surrounding us in our lives. Aww. yeah just like little leaves floating in (laughs)
1: hang the pictures (laughs) (laughs) oh literally yeah don't look at our bare walls as as he says that i'm like oh yeah that'd be nice but we have nothing on the walls except for a macrame shelf (laughs) <laughs> that, with trinkets on it that and is crystals true. we still we also still have a hole in the ceiling of our living
0: room because we've yet to get a light fixture that we like
1: hush we don't talk about that <laughs> there's
0: there's just holes all over this house
1: apparently when
0: <laughs> <laughs> we covered that we fixed the holes in the bathroom is anyone My else God. excited <laughs> just
1: excited. tell them all about our holes i'm leaving that that was inappropriate in the house
0: no the children did not like that
1: so apparently when (laughs) i'm gonna try again when kamala daydreams too hard her um cosmic powers start to show and because she becomes a cosmic rudolph yes (laughs) a little crystal nose it was gorgeous it to me it almost was like puberty you know what i mean it's like it's like a big zit on the nose yeah you know what i mean That's (laughs) that's
0: how you know it's Did you ever have that feeling in high school when you were sitting in class and you realized you had a zit on your nose or somewhere, so you start to pick it while you're in class?
1: (gasps) No. You've
0: never done that? Well, not pick it in class. Oh, yeah, because you're not really paying attention. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, no, what did I do? Is there blood? Now I have to run, and now is my face bleeding? And. Everyone can see. I
1: was the type of kid that would put Band-Aids over the really bad ones. Mm. Just so that way, one, I didn't do that. And two, nobody could see it. And they're like, what happened to you? I was like, I fell. It's my excuse every other week. I fell. (laughs) And nobody decided to do like a welfare check.
0: Well, I was just going to think. I was (laughs) just thinking that. Did they not check on your family? Question your mother or
1: something? No. Yeah, I was also in a lot of sports and marching band and extracurricular activities, so they're probably just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Now, I had some bad
0: acne probably in my sophomore
1: or junior year of high school, and I really didn't care, which was hilarious. But then my mom cared. Oh, yeah. My mom cared more than I did. Yeah. Whenever, if I happened to have like a tank top or my shirt off or whatever, and she'd see like a big back acne, she's like, oh, let me get that. As she was trying to pop it, and I'm like, "That's not okay." Oh yeah, like stop. (laughs) I have I have
0: very vivid memories of my mother making my brother heat a needle up on (gasps) the stove
1: so she could pick pick at his pimples. What's with this? Hey, moms, listening to us. If there's any moms, do you do that? Why do you do that? Comment below. Why do you like popping pimples? I, you know, I
0: was. (laughs) This is a tangent. We're going on a tangent. I'm listening to the Midnight
1: Library. Noah listened to it first. Oh, so good. We have to do a plot twist on that. Oh, my God. Yes. Become a Patreon member and you can listen to that. Ha! (laughs) Uh,
0: And in it, she talks about her mother being worried that one of her ears stuck out more than the other. Oh, yeah. So she, like, would put a hat on her. And it's just, like, so funny how parents could, like, focus on the physical characteristics of their children and, like freak out about them
1: you know as an artist (laughs) oh a digital art not even as somebody that does graphic design the only thing that i can explain to that is when you create something and then you see it (laughs) after Mm. it's out in the world and you're like that's off how do Uh, i fix it oh
0: my god that's horrible (laughs) no but i mean like uh, listen (coughs) Acne, I understand, right? Because if acne gets too bad, it's hard to control. It could leave
1: scarring, like right, that right, right, I get. Right, right.
0: But like if someone's ears stick out a little too
1: much, well Oh well. You get the um oh my little sister had that surgery she to did. get him back. Yeah. Why? Her ears well, she her ears were they out. were out, yeah. Yeah. She did need it, but
0: mm. they're yeah. I don't know. As I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a parent. I don't know. I'm not a parent. <laughs>
1: But I'm hey, a child. Hey, I asked, comment below. See what they say. <laughs> yeah,
0: comment below. Parents, let us know. Like, what's up? Tell me.
1: Okay. I feel like it's a back to the episode, oh, I guess. Oh, sure. We have Sorry. to get... This we have isn't...
0: To... Or is this not like on the couch with Derek
1: and Noah, a therapy session? Nobody wants that.
0: <laughs> Don't be too heavy. Yeah. And we're crying.
1: <laughs> I feel like this nose thing, not only, you know, whatever, she was daydreaming and it happened... But it's almost like their version of in the comics with like her polymorphic abilities Mm -hmm. being like really awkward and not being able to control them. And, you know, her arm got really big at one point. Right. You know, so I feel like that's they're just trying to. Hormone surges. Exactly. They're just trying to do that. (laughs) So her nose glows. And of course, they're showing something in class where like the lights are kind of out. So she has to run to the bathroom. And this is one of my favorite scenes Mm -hmm. in the series so far. So, Nakia goes and checks on Kamala and offers of her tampon, saying, you know, pads. I know your mom gets weird about tampons, but I also have pads, which was also an interesting conversation for them to have. But it goes further and talks about why Nakia wears the hijab. Mm-hmm. So, often in pop culture and in the news and remarks by politicians, the hijab is poised as a tool of oppression of for women. Or it is seen as someone, something Muslim women will tear off at the first sight of a white boy interested in them. That's usually how, like, pop culture and you know the news tends to show it. So to hear Nakia talking about her journey with the hijab and how it's something just for her is pretty extraordinary. It's not something that is really talked about. I, I, a lot of people are mentioning Netflix is kind of kind of shies away from showing. Muslim representation and stuff like that, or Mm -hmm. like if a character canonly has a hijab or something, they'll not let them have a hijab in the show or whatever. So, a lot of people are like telling Netflix and other things, like, look at Disney can do it, you can do it, like, don't shy away from that. But yeah, so to hear her talk openly about that and why she does it is pretty cool. And it's you know, she says that she does it for herself at first she thought it would just to shut people up but it gives her a purpose so it was really it was really sweet for them to have that moment
0: agreed and i and i think we're getting to know nakia a little more here. finally and right two and, episodes in but still <laughs> finally geez <laughs> took 60 minutes yeah. uh but we we also hear her say you know i wasn't enough of this for some people i was right. Not enough of that for other people. Just too ethnic, like, too white. Right. She, she just has never been able to fit in no matter which way she tries to turn. Right. So at some point, you just have to take hold of who you are and know mm-hmm. that you're doing it for you. Right. And then this is when she tells Kamala that she's also running for the mosque board.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, by the way, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you were right. I'm <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. And of course, this doesn't need to be said, but whatever. But I like that it like emphasizes that women who wear hijabs are individual Mm. and not you can't just collectively associate them with whatever your agenda is sure so i i thought that scene was really powerful even though they took time to do it and they really like i don't want to say chewed the scene but really sat with the scene to point that out
0: yeah and i like that this didn't turn into something and maybe we'll get this later on of like what are you hiding from me? What are you doing? Right. Blah, blah, blah. It was really more of a moment for them to talk as friends because they are best friends. And yeah.
1: she went to go help her, you know, she offered her a pad and tampon and stuff. So she was there for her in that way. And then she's also being open with her. But I do feel like that's gonna bite Kamala in the butt just a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Nakia is being very open with her. Right. And this this does bug me just a little bit. And I think we talked about it semi recently with the whole like secret identity thing Mm -hmm. why are you not telling her right she's your best friend yeah and also
0: though on the other side of that she's bruno knows right so then she's gonna be
1: the last to know right exactly boo it's gonna not be good yeah and then same exact situation happens in in the comics but Mm -hmm. when their whole friend group finds out it's more of a yeah we knew (laughs) situation so hopefully that does happen in this one fingers crossed let's see what what miguel thinks yeah (laughs) fucking god who is miguel miguel yeah we have to talk about mr wilson again because he does show another appearance in this episode and i'm i'm here for the wilson counseling sessions yeah so (laughs) agreed bruno we did get a glimpse in the first episode of bruno applying for Caltech mm-hmm. and you know it's a more prestigious it's very much in technology it's like genius level and stuff. it's an
0: early immersion program so exactly. he's not even done with high school yet and he'll be going there for a semester
1: exactly but it seems like he has second thoughts especially when Wilson's like it's all paid for you don't have to do anything it's you're going and he's like oh I don't know but I feel like it has to do with Kamran and Kamala because ever since he saw that connection he's been a little Not clingy, but like trying to butt in a lot. And I feel like if he leaves, it's going to blossom and he's going to be left behind. Yeah, I
0: definitely do think it has to do with Kamala. Even the fact that he's so involved with her and her now new mysterious powers. Right. What does it mean to leave that? And I also think there's a protective side of him. He doesn't want her to get hurt and he's afraid that if he leaves, there will be no one there to take care of
1: her or watch over her. I'll have to find the exact issue, but in the comics i've mentioned in the comics a lot in this episode oh well we're talking about comic property (laughs) i feel weird saying it i'm not trying to be like in the comics but it does show like them first meeting like how bruno and kamala like in kindergarten first meet Mm -hmm. and how they became friends it is so sweet I love it. I'll find it, and then I'll post it somewhere. Or just look for it. <laughs> Share it. Because you can read it. You can read those couple of pages without reading the entire thing, mm-hmm. just to see how sweet that is. It's really nice. I liked it. They're best friends. Little That's why baby. it gets so sticky when one of them falls in love with the other one. <gasps> oh, no. Love
0: can blossom
1: yeah. <laughs> in any situation. Did you um, catch Mr. Wilson's... Very much on the nose references to Star Wars and the Devil Wears product.
0: Absolutely, I did. <laughs> Absolutely, I did. He's a pop culture queen, baby. Yeah. And I also love this, like, chunky sweater he's wearing. He's, like, fully leaning into the counselor role. Like, mm. look at me. I'm cool. I'm casual. I have a cat hang in there poster. <laughs> he does. You can trust me, mm. students.
1: Hopefully. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. You think he's evil? No, I feel he's going to be fine. I just don't trust anybody until <laughs> I see the whole series through. Until the final mid credit scene, I don't yeah. trust anyone. <laughs> Bruno clearly wants to talk to Kamala, and this was also kind of upsetting. He goes and finds her, and he's like, oh, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, I really need to talk to you. And she's like, no, I have a date or a joyride with Kamran. <laughs> so, bye bye but we in get your face, Bruno. <laughs> we get more Kamala and Kamran. It's very hard to say their names together, by the way. It's very similar in the way it starts. <laughs> I mean, they got to fall in
0: love. They've both got the K names, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but their shared interests, of course, is a little too close. I feel like he just has every single shared interest that she does. Yeah, I agree. But did you catch the Kingo reference from Eternals? I sure did. Kingo Senior and they were like ill. <laughs> which is hilarious because Kingo plays a younger version of himself as the son of himself, the actor, because he doesn't age. So they're funny. They're funny. Just take off the mustache and it's the Kingo you're talking about. (laughs) Either way, gross. Yeah, but Eternals is alive and well. Marvel is not pretending it didn't happen, no matter how many people want to say it was a terrible movie. I like that movie. I
0: thought it was fun. It was very super team, very sort of Captain planet Sailor Mooney. <laughs> they all had color outfits and they all had separate powers. That was fun. I mean, why haven't we acknowledged the giant being that turned to marble in the middle of an ocean somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> but they rarely reference each other.
1: That was our review of Eternals because we didn't do one. We didn't? <laughs> no. Oh. We were busy. Sorry, guys. We were busy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I think this is a good moment to uh, answer your questions that you sent in. <laughs> Fine. Because <laughs> we're about to get to the end of the episode, but we got to, you know, answer questions. Well, that's your questions. right. That means it's time for
0: another edition of What Are You Serving? questions <laughs> questions <laughs> all right
1: all right so we got a few here Ooh. and these are interesting mm. so they're very thought provoking oh my god no they're not. no, I'm just I don't know if no I'm they ready
0: are ready for my thought to be provoked
1: <laughs> okay this one is from jc mellon on twitter what odds will you give me that one kamala's nani new kingo and two the Bengal is eternal tech and or three Kamala is half eternal. Whoa. That blew my mind because I didn't even think about it. No. Because I if, love that theory. Yeah, I mean it but but here's the question. What? They can't procreate. So what if <laughs> wait, yeah, no, they can't procreate. Well that I know the
0: sprite can't age. Right they can't age or procreate right maybe one exploded like a supernova <laughs> and a little piece of them landed right in, in an eyeball of someone and there you go they're
1: not mushrooms with spores how do you know
0: because <laughs> we see all them
1: die in Selma the movie
0: Hayek, she can go to another dimension in her own head and talk to some other giant being <laughs> why can't they explode and give other people powers
1: i guess i do want to say though that that line of thinking was really interesting i Do you think you might mm, maybe onto something with the eternal tech? I don't know. It's just this show has to connect to the greater MCU. It it just does. There's has to be a reason for it. The bangle being the glaring thing of where did this come from so far? That's really the only thing I can think of right now. That would make sense with what's in the MCU so far,
0: you know? Yeah. I mean, or is it okay? So at some point. Ms Marvel has to connect to Captain Marvel. Is it possible that the bangle is actually a gift from the Kree?
1: Could be. Could be Kree tech.
0: Right. Kree-tech. But I think that's a good line of thinking, tech, because something that looks old can actually be from an advanced being, aliens.
1: Right. Huh. Huh. Cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This next one is from Wubbies23. Wubbies. (laughs) Is it too early to want Kamala Khan and Yelena Belova on screen together? No. It's never too early for that. Never too early for both of them. I will say this. The two characters that I, three characters that I love so much in the MCU is Kate Bishop, Yelena, and Kamala. If those three somehow get on the same screen, which, did you catch that in the credits there's a makeup artist for Miss Steinfeld? Ooh, so good if looking out. Kate shows up in this show, I'm going to flip.
0: Oh, it's going to be right at the end because she's recruiting. She's recruiting for the
1: Young Avengers. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. It's happening, guys. No, it's not too early to answer your question.
0: <laughs> I mean, Yelena should be there already. Yeah, well, in my mind, she should just be there.
1: So Thunderbolts just got announced. She's more likely to go there, but um, that doesn't mean they're bad. This is like bad people wanting to do good. I can't anymore. Uh, it's not the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. They were forced to do good. These are villains that want to do good.
0: I, I, I'm <laughs> just so confused. I'm just my my brain can't handle anything. I, we got the Thunderbolts coming out. There was a Wonder Man, Man, thing Vision's, just brother, yes. Vision's brother, Vision's brother. Oh, my gosh. We're not even out of phase four yet, people. So? It just keeps going.
1: Yeah. Forever and ever and ever. I'm fine with that. Yeah. My thousands of comics. It's okay. (laughs) Give (laughs) me more. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So this one is from at there's a fire. Fire spelled Mm. (laughs) F-Y-R-E. What song would you have a dance sequence to after talking with your crush? Whoa. That's fun. <gasps> My Dude by Litany.
0: Oh, that's a fun one. hmm
1: hmm I like that one. I would do... Listen to it. It's great.
0: It is really great. I, I sent Noah subliminal messages on Instagram with that song.
1: What? My Dude. Oh, yeah. You, 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 yeah. yeah, you did. Um, I'm like, I get it. God, you like me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, It worked. Uh, mine would be,
0: okay. I want to go 80s classic. I want to go. I want to dance with somebody. Like
1: a vert. oh. By Whitney Houston. That's sweet. (gasps) Oh, oh, that would be a good dancing one too.
0: And I feel like there could be like a vision of the other person that you want to dance with. And I also like when she goes,
1: I want to feel the heat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Heat. with somebody
1: yes yeah my i mean you could dance to mine it's more mellow it's definitely more of a sway song yeah yeah i see that yeah i like it
0: i think that really perfectly encapsulates both of our personalities yeah (laughs) it really
1: does (laughs) a little more mellow
0: yeah high energy dance number five six seven eight
1: (laughs) all right so this last one is from at ant underscore cleveland this one's a little the question is long, but just bear with me. Okay. Do you think they're still going down the inhuman route? I agree with the idea that it was a Nega bands, thank you. But the latest episode made it that the band slash Bangles unlocked her powers, maybe like a version of terogenesis. Genesis. Mostly do you think that they're going to use the word inhuman? I <sighs> uh, no. It I don't think they will because I don't know but but then again how did Monica get powers? I mean I know she went through the force field but why did she get powers? Right. right. You know what I mean? So
0: it, I mean it's sort of that thing though right don't they in the MCU not referred as mutants as mutants?
1: And no. Well so there's diff this is stupid. It's dumb. There's mutants, right? Somewhere. But there's enhanced individuals meaning they got powers somehow but uh, weren't necessarily born with them or they could have been but they don't have the x gene mm, which they're not acknowledging actually I guess they not sort yet. of did in Multiverse of Madness right because Professor
0: X was there right but so this so my thinking is more Logical in the sense of like the MCU proper of being like, well, we already did the Inhumans, but we're not necessarily
1: yeah, they're distancing themselves right, from so that. we're not
0: going to yeah. say it because we want to distance ourselves from it.
1: But then they brought Black Bolt into Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, but he slammed <laughs> his brain, so R.I.P. <laughs> r.i.p <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I eh, maybe I don't I don't think so. May, I, maybe. He's on the fence, people. I'm on the fence. I, th- I think with how we've found out things or they've introduced things or we thought they were going one way and then we got Ralph Boner the other way, we, it really could be anything. And I think what's interesting about this is, yes, there's one creative decision between all this. But as you see with like these writers of these TV shows, they're really putting their own stamp on some of the stuff or in interpreting the comics.
0: I don't know. Yeah, because it and in a sense, it's like if they're going to do the
1: inhuman thing, why not just do the original story of the Terrigen Bomb? Right, exactly. But the only way that the only reason why maybe they don't want to do that is so that way there's not a bunch of inhumans running around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then they're everywhere. Have, then they'll have to explain it in the greater MCU. I don't know. The greater MCU. Also, did Kamala get snapped? She get blipped? Who in her family got blipped? Didn't someone say blippies in this episode? Zoe said blippies. She said, hi, blippies. Is Bye. that what the kids call people who are blipped? Bye. Blippies? Maybe. The blorps? <laughs> the <Yes>. blorpians. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for your questions and thoughts. Look out next week for the other one if you want to be to talk- your question talked about, oh, my God, I feel like this is the first time I'm doing this. It's hot in this room again. Thanks for participating in <laughs> What Are You Serving? Yeah, <laughs> Look out for the prompt next week, baby. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he's just watching me struggle, and he's like, okay, he stopped. Now I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's simplify it. Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right. So when Amir brings his fiance Taisha, to dinner, casual inquiries about Muniba's family. History leads to a toenail shift in oh, mood. Nail shift. This is why we did the questions before this, because some subjects get a little heavy after mm-hmm. this. We wanted to ease you into it. <laughs> Muniba leaves the table and stands in the outskirts of the scene, partially in the darkness, radiating how uncomfortable she is with this conversation. She is very standoffish when it comes to her family. We will eventually see why, but right now it's just very closed off Mm -hmm. Yusuf shares what little he does know between a magical childhood incident involving muniba's mother sana the disappearance of sana's mother aisha during the violent partition of india and pakistan in 1947 right so this is where this is interesting so i've heard about the partition before but not really we didn't really get taught it in school at all because you know what else was happening around that around those times other wars and stuff right. like that so of course we didn't get.
0: But I think that's actually it's funny that you said that cuz Nakia early in the episode says something to the effect of we have to learn about this stuff for days and days but the Byzantine Empire gets squashed into 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, you're proving
1: exactly what she said. On the nose. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that it's it's true, right? I, again, I do feel like our textbooks need to be revamped just a little bit to show more of what actually happened in history, and not mm-hmm. a um, white view of. Well, I, I even <laughs> think it. some textbooks in certain parts of the country need,
0: need to be updated just to catch up to the other ones that are old. That all then need to be last updated.
1: revised nineteen seventy. <laughs>
0: Oof! When Noah told me about some of the things that they covered in his Texas oh, history classes and social study classes, it was just like, wait, what? Huh?
1: Yeah. Anybody that's listening to us that went to high school in Texas. You took that Texas government and history class, right? <laughs> For an entire so year wild. of high school, we learned just about Texas. About the Mexican side? No. The Texas side and how they took it.
0: They're like, That's it's a big learned. white state. Yeah, You need to learn about it. Yeah. I'm saying that facetiously. Everyone.
1: <laughs> I did. I did like that they were talking about this particular thing because it does, again, go back to the comics. The story in the comics depicts... Muniba's family migrating to Karachi from Mumbai, then Bombay. But while this was originally just a background detail here, it becomes the fight, like, foundational, central, dramatic tension of where her powers came from, her family, and everything like that. It was it was more in the comics to show kind of, like, the history of the Bengal, how right. it came to be. And this, it's definitely more of a part.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: It is... It, so, I... Wanted to learn a little bit more about the partition, so mm-hmm. I kind of looked up why we don't know about the partition. So, the partition in, is still in living memory, and Muslims, Hindus, and Sikhs still carry the inherited trauma from being ousted from their homes and having friends turn to enemies in an instant. For decades, stories about the partition have been really difficult to come across because there was a silence caused by trauma. And just like Yusuf says, history is written by the oppressors. Mm-hmm. So it's only in recent years that people have started to share what they saw and heard and went through. Unfortunately, it's almost a little too late because, you know, age and health does come for us all. This happened in the 40s. So unfortunately, some of that stuff is being lost. But at least now we're starting in mainstream having that conversation. And it seems that what you had mentioned of uh, the
0: sort of oppression and people hiding this history and it's
1: kind of continued we see it here in muniba's life yes yeah yeah she doesn't want to talk about it she's she's silent and she's doesn't want to talk about it for multiple reasons probably you know there's her great-grandmother brought shame to their family for some reason for some reason that we don't know know. yeah but then there's also that fact of the partition a lot of them don't talk about it Mm -hmm. they don't talk about what happened to their family they might talk about it within their family Mm -hmm. but Probably not to their kids that it's are like... It's not
0: like dinner conversation. Exactly.
1: Especially, yeah. hi, welcome to our family. <laughs> this is my trauma. Right, yeah. So, Sana was separated from her family and assumed to be lost. But just as the last train was about to depart from India, from Pakistan, she reappeared. Sana told them that she always said she followed the trail of stars back to her father. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, and it, but it's also interesting, so... Maybe you, you can un- help me understand this a little more. Because then they said that Sana's mother disappeared. Aisha. Aisha. Yeah.
1: But then later on, there's all this lore about Aisha. Well, she disappeared later. But you have to... So all these people, like the aunties and stuff, yeah. they knew them.
0: Because it made it seem like in that scene with the train, oh, she disappeared. Oh, she disappeared
1: then. I think, yeah. I, oh, man. Yusuf did say something. Where he was like, he either said she disappeared shortly after oh, or okay. during that part. I think she did disappear during the partition, though.
0: But, I mean, it seems like she was guiding her daughter still.
1: Right. Something definitely was happening. Because yeah. Sana, we do see her her grandmother, Kamala's mm-hmm. grandmother, we do see that she's still around. She does have a conversation with her later on. So, it's her great-grandmother, the one that's disappeared. In right. 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 So, this is where Kamala gets her... First of two visions in this mm-hmm. episode, she sees what looks like to be a mysterious woman who, for all we know, is Kamran's mother, Najma. We only know that because it's in all the credits. And he does say at the end, this is my mom, and it's the woman from the vision. So, right. But how does it connect? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's her, grandma, it's her great-grandmother. It, maybe. And she has a crush on her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no <laughs> but like did, did you hear in this vision though that it sounded like train noises yes interesting yeah yeah lots and, of light the way they did this scene was amazing by mm-hmm. the way oh it looks so cool i do love the
0: comical moment of when she's coming to everybody's fawning over her and her mother says
1: did you not eat anything or did you eat too much yeah <laughs> as she's flicking water on yeah. her face <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But I'm curious to see what these visions and what all this does have to do with her missing great-grandmother. That's one of the mysteries.
0: some sort of immortal, eternal being. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who, I guess, gathers
1: kids that have powers. I don't (laughs) know. So if we look at what is being said about her, everything she touches is cursed. Mm -hmm. She's a snake. (gasps) There's even like some talk about secret affairs and murder. Murder. So I want to say that there's three lies and one truth. She's a snake. She,
0: <laughs> an actual snake. Yeah, an actual
1: yeah. snake. No, Medusa. I, <gasps> she may have killed somebody. Yeah, maybe it was. But she's like a hero. I right. I yeah. If if she did disappear during the partition or something, maybe she was the one that helped the family get to that last train in right. some way, and she had to stay behind. I feel like there's a greater reason why. I hope she's not bad because that would suck. The greater good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, again, you know, when she does talk to her grand or her actual grandmother, Sana, we get no answers about the bangle. She doesn't. She even just wanna... sent it. Yeah. Like it was just some random tchotchke that she's like, "Here you go." <laughs> or maybe she didn't send it at all. Well, she said you got the jewelry and stuff. Oh, Then why did she send it? Because
0: she doesn't want to talk about it either. She actually rushes her off the phone and is like, the mango man is here. I have to go
1: buy mangoes from him. Maybe her great-grandmother intercepted the package and then stuffed the mango Magic in there. baby.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. The mysteries keep growing. All right, let's get to the party. So we get to see Eid on full display in a Marvel property. Bruno has been such a part of her
0: life mm-hmm. that earlier in the episode, she's like, my mom wants to know if you're coming to eat. He's like, oh, it's eat again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's been there. He's he's celebrated with her. And yeah. I, I really love that relationship that they have.
1: He's his bestie. That's so sweet. I
0: kind of miss his long hair
1: from the comics. I don't. Okay. I like this new Bruno. I always felt like I don't know the long hair just always threw me off for some reason. He looked older, sure, in the comics than like he was supposed to. Mm. Personally, that's just what I thought. Fair,
0: yeah. Okay, that's just me.
1: <laughs> Comment below.
0: How do you feel about Bruno's hair? Bruno, long or short?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so the one of the major por- por- points parts of this celebration for our trio is for Nakia to work hard on the mosque campaign. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even emotionally manipulating Yusuf into changing his vote.
0: She learned with the guy in the food cart that politics are dirty. So, guess yep. what?
1: She's going to play that game. She literally was like, Oh, thanks for that. Turned, locked eyes with Yusuf, and was like, You wouldn't rob two young girls of that future, would you? For this democracy. Your daughter and yeah. your basically other daughter?
0: Yeah, get it. That's what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah. And guess what? She got him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But also, twofold. Kamala and Bruno also want to get some information on the Bengal from their whole community. Because a lot of these people came from the same places that her grandmother did. So, the click scene is very much inspired by Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. 100%. I loved every single animation between all of them. But just in case you didn't get all the clicks, I did write them down. Because they're a lot of fun. So, you got the Mosque Bros, the Pious Boys... Sunday School Teachers, InstaClick, Converts, technically the Reverts, Mini Harami Girls, and the, my favorite, Illuminatis. Yes. I love it. I mean, we just got the Illuminati, so it's like, oh, this is why Miss Marvel had to come out after. Too clever. <laughs> so good. I, I liked that a lot. In between this, though, we got that weird interrogation scene Yeah, with Zoe and these freaking agents. I didn't like it. It was very racist and right. uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that actor between this and Orange is the new Black, she just always plays an ass. <laughs>
1: she's the worst. And
0: and I get it like he was trying to do like manipulative good cop thing and then she comes in and she's bad cop, but the whole thing was gross. Yeah. And also Zoe, shut up.
1: And well, it I hope she had this look at the end where she was like, "Oh no." This isn't good. Something's weird about this. I hope this is maybe her turning point. But they're looking at mosques and everything like that for a lat. Oh, I'm sorry, Latin X. I'm supposed to say now. Yeah. Person.
0: And why
1: did like they try and
0: pressure her into saying that Kamala tried to kill her?
1: Because they're trying to make her an enemy. That's I don't know why. That's that's the thing. Like I hope we we I feel like we need to know soon what these people are about. Yeah. Because it's gonna be. Almost another Flag Smasher situation where it's like, why do I really need to care about these people? Right? What do they... You know what I mean? So, it's like, I need some motivation. Next episode, I hope I get to see more costume on Kamala, really getting into the superhero thing, and more about these fucking agents. Yeah. (laughs) I need to know. I feel like we're definitely going to get more of her family history
0: now that she's linked up with Kamran and his mother.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, back... To the celebration, she is in full illuminantes around her, and she's asking questions. Right, and again, it's just more gossip that she's getting. There's nothing really of substance that she's getting from them. Then we see the shoe thief from the mosque is up on the little tower, decides to take the stupidest selfie. But first, let me take a selfie, (laughs) and then
0: drop to my death.
1: Yeah, he falls out, holding on by a curtain. Which it look I mean, that should not have held him. No, those hooks. Glad it did. They weren't even closed. Shoe thief, you're lucky. So what does Kamala do? She has powers. Superman so quick change. Exactly. Loved it. She's still cosplayed up because she's using her cosplay. Costume. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Wait. Did they have to register to be on to there? Vote. No, to be in the cosplay contest. Like, wouldn't somebody just be like, okay, who are the people and then just check it off? <laughs> Maybe.
0: I mean, I'm this looking is, too much into I it. I feel like you're thinking a lot like I think about these things, which is surprising. Yeah, sorry.
1: Anyway, back to her first public rescue. Uh, so yes. it doesn't really go according to plan. She seems a little nervous to go out onto her cosmic platforms. I, I don't know what else to call it. Hard light. No, I don't like it. I don't like that. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) I don't like it. All right. (laughs) But when she sees that he's about to fall even more, it seems like her powers kind of kick in a little bit. The adrenaline. Exactly. She kind of saves him. He ends up falling fully down, but kind of hitting platforms as he goes. She tries to stretch and grab him. Doesn't really work out. I can't go far enough. Yeah, she's very green still with her powers. Purple, purple. (laughs) Or pink. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I forgot. But this little boy apparently hurts his ankle somehow, falling on his back yeah. in a car. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's, just, he's just looking for this sympathy. I don't trust him. Yeah. He's going to be on the news. He's the new <laughs> Zoe. Well, that's the that's the thing that's scary about this, with her doing this as her first like public rescue, especially with all these people around. She didn't save him quite as effortlessly right. as Iron Man would have or Captain Marvel. So are they either going to paint her as... She shouldn't be doing this. She doesn't know right. what he, she's doing. Or are they just going to be happy that he got saved? Yeah. Who knows? She flees the scene because I would too if you're like that. Was not great. Yeah. Flees the scene and then drones attack her,
0: <laughs> which which feels very nod to the comic. Yeah. Where those bug drones yeah. came from, from Thomas Edison,
1: the Inventor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she does do one of her big and big and fists. And get I was like, ooh. But I do want to say we haven't really gotten an action scene yet in this, so I'm 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 waiting for one of those because I got a little tiny taste with this drone, and I'm like, that looked cool. Give me five more minutes yeah. of that. <laughs>
0: you know, it's it's very much feeling like and I feel like it was like this in Moon Knight a little bit too. It's like that Sailor Moon syndrome where the show goes through a lot of plot about who they are and what they're going through. And then the fighting is just the last five or ten minutes.
1: Yeah, that that's why I'm kind of curious to see who ends up being the villain or what she's going to fight. Because one, what can stand up to her powers? Mm-hmm. So far what we've seen. And also, if, is it going to be people or is it going to be robots? Which is fine, but... I want to see. I'm curious because mm-hmm. she could go more ham if it's robots because she doesn't really have to worry about like killing. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Comran comes around with his neon car again, tracking saves her. her, yeah. following her, knowing all of her information and her secret identity. Well, apparently that's fine because his mom is in the car and she's been given her visions all of a sudden. So I guess the Bengal has a tracking device in it, too.
0: Can I just <laughs> stick up for Team Nakia? right now yeah she takes her helmet off immediately when she gets into cameron's car meanwhile her best friend still doesn't even know oh yeah, yeah that yeah. she has powers
1: well so <laughs> he pulls up opens the door and she's like cameron it's like w-? okay i guess he knows she didn't even <laughs> I guess try, she didn't, even he, try yeah, she didn't try <laughs> it's like but they know but yeah it's still that thing of like nakia doesn't even know but it's it's okay yeah I it's, don't know. It's fine. You we know, got a little bit of Embiggen fist. It was good. Mm-hmm. Overall, I like this episode. I still am on the still same high. I don't like the show any less. I like it just the same. Plot seems to be moving. I feel like yeah. since she got in the car with it, the plot's going to move. I'm, I am curious, though, at this point, since we're going to be halfway next week, if we're going to go to Pakistan at, at all, how does Red Dagger play into this? Mm. So there's still a lot of pieces that need to be introduced before yeah we continue or yeah. it ends
0: and i'm interested just kind of going back to our what what are you serving and i th- we brought this up in our before you watch thing but talking about the bangle again right right so we know that the original captain marvel mm-hmm. the dude yeah had marvels yeah marvel the nega bands he gave them to quasar right where do they come from though these bands
1: Um yeah
0: they're cosmic in some sense right yeah it's alien tech yeah so that maybe that's the journey that we're going on with these but then it's going to be somehow connected to her grandmother
1: i would hope so or it's like passed down to her family some reason because they may have saved whatever alien gave it to them Mm -hmm. i don't know do we think though that now remember they
0: said right her grandmother was her great-grandmother was a snake Uh that feels like a medusa reference Oh, that this that Cameron's mother is some sort of Medusa figure. Yeah, I'm, who goes
1: around collecting hair <laughs> going by drain by drain, baby. Yeah. No, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, right. That would be interesting. Oh, you. <laughs> it's scary. I don't know. Last I, mean, I saw Medusa in the MCU, she was shaved bald. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot she was already introduced in the Inhumans. But she still. was. Yeah. It's an interesting thought, though. I I am curious to see if it is going to be more cosmic in scale, which I'm more leaning to because of the Mm -hmm. Marvels. But again, it would have to come alien tech from somewhere. They didn't make it. What is her connection to all of it? That is the point of the show. We're going to
0: learn halfway through next week. Yeah. Better learn something. Mm -hmm. All right. So... (laughs) (laughs) shall we get to our special segment i didn't want to
1: introduce it i feel like i step in your toes
0: i just i just i was like does he have more to say no i don't know
1: i have lots to say but we're almost an hour and 20 minutes into this so dear oh my gosh okay well it's
0: time for another episode of well that's a stretch In the last episode, we met Stretch Armstrong, who is the toy version of the stretchiest man. But in this episode, we will meet the world's actual
1: stretchiest man. I don't like it. Gary Turner. Do not
0: Google him. It doesn't look great.
1: I know what you're talking about, and I don't like it.
0: While Gary can't stretch his limbs or tie himself in a knot like Stretch Armstrong, Uh. the UK native can stretch his skin. Okay. On his stomach, he can stretch his skin to just over six inches away from his body. He's able to be this elastic due to a rare medical condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome.
1: A elasticity dis-
0: sort of right <laughs> it's a disorder of the connective tissues affecting the skin ligaments and internal <gasps> organs okay in an interview with guinness world <laughs> records turner shared that he always knew he was always he was able to stretch his skin and <laughs> quote as a small child oh, my uncles used to have fun showing their friends
1: oh <laughs> did they pull them apart <laughs> it sounds like it they're like look we have a human
0: kite watch this <laughs> god he secured his record of world's stretch skin on october 29th 1999 in los angeles and still holds that record today he could literally pull his neck skin up over his mouth
1: i don't uh, oh built-in mask
0: hello great
1: for the pandemic
0: i mean there's a win gross though but, but he uh, i read that he worked as like a sideshow performer and like he would take like big clips and like stretch his face out yeah with them
1: it's it is a sight it is something that i'm glad i cannot do and he mm. can have that record forever yeah do they get paid well or do uh, they just guinness get a, yeah
0: i don't know i know i think you just get a plaque and like recognized i don't know if you oh. get a prize or anything
1: <gasps> did you ever have the guinness world record books did i those are fun yeah i mean we
0: they're fancy now the guinness books they have like hologram they still make covers them? oh yeah oh wow. they're like big hardcover uh guinness world record books back in the day they were the size of a mass market paperback right and there were no fun pictures it was all just words it was incredible (laughs) ew i don't like that one yeah uh it's it it, i felt like i had to do something like that and felt like you really um, had
1: to stretch your options yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) i did but that's gary (sighs) turner uh look him up it's really wild
1: Cool. Yeah. So that's that. I can't wait to see what you're going to stretch next week. <laughs> Is it a person next week? Uh, No. Okay, good. We're getting into the um, object area. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Toys and object are fine. Toys, people, foods. I don't, I don't want people stretching. I don't like it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Next week, Miss Marvel, see episode three. See you then. Three. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to A Bite Of. Artwork and editing by our own Noah. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at A Of Pod and on Facebook at A Of. If you have questions, recommendations, or just want to say hi, you can email us at A Of Pod at gmail.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate and review to spread the word. Hope you join us next time on A Bite Of. Bye. <music>